everyone, welcome to another episode of Anena Hit Me. I'm your host, Lindsay. And today I just wanted to come on here since it's been a while since I've done any podcast episodes and just do this solo and I've just I guess what's been holding me back is not knowing what this would exactly look like doing this by myself, but learning along the way that it's possible and it's going to work and that I have a story to share and I want to help other people and create that community for all of us to be part of and to know that we're not alone. And I guess especially during this quarantine right now, I've had a lot of time to think, which I'm sure everyone else has had too, and it's brought up a lot of emotions. I've been an emotional roller coaster, to say the least. Um, The extrovert in me has been screaming to just be able to just simply go out to a restaurant with some friends and have a drink and some dinner. I would love to do that right now. How about you guys, I'm sure everyone's in the same boat. Or are you enjoying this quarantine and being able to just stay at home and focus on you and read some books and catch up on a lot of things? I mean, I know that I have a lot of things around the house that I should be doing, but the avoider in me has not been really doing that. It's been more so, I guess, focusing on what this podcast is going to be and I know that I have to start a new website and all of the stuff is stuff that I've never done before and I guess questions of am I good enough am I able to do this by myself have really popped up and at the end of the day it doesn't have to be perfect and that's what I have to remind myself it doesn't have to be perfect it's a lot it's a learning process And that just like recovery, patience is virtue. That maybe I will do a podcast tomorrow, but I wake up that day and your mind might be telling you something totally different. Your body tells you one thing, yes, let's go, but your mind is just not there. And that's okay. It's acceptance that we all have to deal with. I've also recently had my first child, Leo, and I have to say that the pregnancy took a toll on me that I didn't expect. (laughs) That's another reason, or I guess we could say an excuse as to why I haven't done this. Um, But here we are. And I guess, since I'm being honest here, I have had well, I guess one person, I should say, it's only been one person, made a comment about me posting stuff about my pregnancy and about Leo. And so it kind of took me back and made me rethink everything and made me think, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't be posting. Maybe people don't want to hear my story. Maybe I'm not helping people like that was my main goal in starting all of this at the beginning. But at the end of the day, after sitting back and thinking about it, being pregnant is honestly part of my recovery. I was told by the doctors that it might not happen for me, that due to my fractures in my pelvis and my destroyed leg, that getting pregnant might not happen. So 
And this is something that before the accident, I really, really, really wanted. So someone telling me that I couldn't have that life that I so badly wanted was devastating. And then when I got pregnant, it was super exciting and it was something that I wanted to share and I wanted other people to maybe be able to relate and that the extra weight on my leg was not so easy and that there was added swelling and added pain and, 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 and I could go on and on and on. I mean, realistically, my first trimester was pretty easy because I wasn't really sick. Second trimester, nah, um, I have to say being tired definitely played a toll on me. Not to mention that I know recovering, you're already tired. Your body's screaming for you to just lay down and have a nap and that that's okay and that um, it helps in your recovery process. I know when I was first in the hospital, I slept a heck of a lot, but your body needs it in order to... um, fix itself basically and so (laughs) not only did I have that but I also had I was making a human being in me and so that took a lot out of me too so it was a lot of napping in the second trimester and then the third trimester my emotions were just all over the place on top of everything else that I just mentioned being so tired motivation level was zero and I couldn't initiate to do anything so it was a lot it was definitely a lot but I am so happy and so thankful that it happened and that I have my little bundle of joy Leo now I wouldn't um take it away for anything and I said that I think that this is another reason that I had my second chance at life was to have Leo and he's going to teach me so many things and I know he is just like I'm going to teach him things too but I think he's going to teach me patience, (laughs) another thing that I know that I still need to work on and remind myself daily that this recovery process is not something that's going to take days or weeks or months. It's going to take years and I'm post four and a half years now and I know that rehab and recovery is going to be part of my life forever and it may not look like what it looks like now as well not in quarantine life but I mean prior to quarantine where I had physio once a week massages regular OT I still have everybody actively helping me out on a regular basis and a rehab support worker who is they're all awesome and they're all they've all helped me so much and they've they um help pick up pick me up too in my mental state some days I'm not having a great day and they'll remind me you came in here in a wheelchair Lindsay and you came in here with a traumatic brain injury and look at how far you've come and that daily reminder is something that all of us need that are going through this Um, we may not see it on a daily basis and that's why it's so important to look back even look back at some of the photos even though they might be somewhat traumatic I feel like it really helps I've I've been doing these throwback Thursdays on Instagram and Facebook and looking back at the photos of me in the hospital or me taking my first few steps is 
kind of nostalgic and it's going, wow, that, that is crazy that that was me. That is me. And I think, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I have sort of, I guess you could say, disconnected myself to that person. I can drive past the car or the accident site and kind of stop. And to me, it's like, wow, that really, that's really upsetting and that for that family. But then I have to take a step back and go, no, Lindsay, that was you. They hit you. And this is your life. And I think that I've maybe thrown the skeletons in the closet and maybe this is something that I need to work on with the social worker is dealing with that and that that's all right. But then again, maybe not and maybe disconnecting myself with that, that's okay too. Everyone's recovery is different and everyone's recovery is unique. And one person's recovery might be super quick and other people's recovery might be 10 years down, might take them 10 years, might take them 20 years. It all depends. And that is okay. That is self-acceptance. And it's not something that we need to, um, we don't need to judge others or judge ourselves. Because at the end of the day, we need to get up and make the decision for ourselves that we want to get better. We want to be better. We want to change. Just because the doctor tells you you can't or that you're never going to walk again or school is not an option, test those boundaries. I'm challenging you to test those. That's what I did and I know that that was part of the fire under my butt was to be like, you know what? Yes, I can walk. That That is not an option for me. Or yes, I can go to school. Sure, my grades may not be at par to what I'm used to but that's part of this new life that I'm experiencing and that's all right so I challenge every one of you if the doctors are telling you or physio is telling you um maybe no or you can't maybe challenge that or challenge them and say what do you mean I can't because I have to say personally I don't like that word can't can't to me just means there's so much more room for opportunity and room for me to grow which is great because every person needs to grow on a daily basis so I wanted to also come on here and say some of the new things that I've been working on I know it's been kind of at a standstill but I am working on new exciting things for and then it hit me I really um, I'm excited to start doing more motivational speaking, especially when all of this quarantine is um, done. I have a whole new speech ready to go, and I'm super excited to share my story and help motivate people. I've also been working on doing a website. Now on this website, I plan to do daily blogging or vlogging. I haven't really decided 100% yet. And share my feelings because I'll be sitting there watching television or sitting there during physio or something and something will pop in my head. And I want to use my vlog or blog to use this as an outlet. And I want 
to start a conversation. I feel like that's so important that we start a conversation and everybody share their thoughts and feelings because I think that's how we can all create this community that I so badly want to create is a support system for us to all lean on one another. It's great that we have uh, the support from our family and friends, but I think it's even greater to have the support from one another. Other people that are in trauma, that have gone through trauma, it doesn't have to be, I was in a car accident, yes. And yes, it's easy to talk to other people that are in car accidents, because yes, they can relate the same, but anybody that has gone through trauma, you've gone through the same emotions, you've gone through the same... um mental state I guess you could say too of why me why did this happen to me and what does my new life look like am I going to be able to do the same things as I used to do and these are all things that by creating this I feel like we can talk and help motivate and inspire one another which is one of the big reasons that I chose to do this Another thing that I'd like to do is I want to continue doing the podcast. So anybody out there that's listening, that's a trauma survivor, um, a caregiver, so you've helped look after a family, a friend, um, a child that would like to go on here and share their story, love to hear from you. Or even any of you medical professionals out there too, who have helped us along our journey in um, physios, doctors, occupational therapists, the list goes on because I learned during my recovery, as probably did you, that there is an extensive list of healthcare workers out there who I didn't even know half of them existed, but now I do. And I know that we don't give them the credit that they deserve on a daily basis and that they're working so hard out there today to help um, stop this COVID-19 of the nurses that are working hard and working so many hours. I know I have a few friends that are nurses and they tell me their stories and it just blows me away because it brings me back to the hospital when I used to lie there and they basically have to look after me on a daily basis and I remember saying to my nurses, this is a job that I could never do. (laughs) It takes a lot. It that and PSW is another one that I've learned through all this too, a personal support worker, because they don't get enough credit on a daily basis. So that's another thing we need to thank all of them for their hard work and dedication, not just through this, but on a daily basis, because they're the true heroes in all of this. So I'm going to just wrap it up. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening and continue to follow my recovery journey and if you'd like to be part of the podcast and be interviewed contact me um, either via instagram facebook email um, and i'd love to be able to share your story all right well everyone take care during this quarantine hopefully we're out of it soon 